Hello and welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So today we're going to talk about one of the natural laws of health. And this is part of the ongoing series where I break down and explain to you each of the seven natural laws of health. So just to recap, what are the natural laws? Well, there are things that are self-evident that what have what I call the duh factor that once you recognize them, then the common response is, well, duh, because they're so in your face. And yet they're the very things that make the big difference in whether or not you stay healthy and active and energized and have the vitality to be able to live long and enjoy your life. Okay, so let's start off with today's natural law of health with a question. Do you feel comfortable in your own skin and comfortable with your body? Do you like to exercise and move your body and enjoy how your body feels when you do that? Do you have a lot of anxiety and stress that's keeping you from often getting to the end of your day without having much energy to where you're just kind of dragging yourself around? So today's natural law of health we're talking about is exercise, movement. And with each of these natural laws, then I'm also going to correlate them with your energy system. Because I've mentioned before, you are a whole unit. You're not just a body. You are a complex system of physical matter, electromagnetic energy. You have an energy system. You are an energy system. So when we're talking about the natural laws of health, you also have to look at the other aspect of yourself, which is in your energy system and how that influences the physical expression of these natural laws of health. So this may sound kind of confusing to you right now, but as pay attention and stay with me here, because as I go through this and you'll, you'll be able to see how it all makes sense. Okay. So. This natural law of health, the exercise, it correlates with your root chakra in your energy system, or the way I see it, the way I present and teach this, because I'm always teaching from a holistic view, the holism aspect. So to go into that a little bit further, I'm going to refer to a book by a woman named Carolyn Meese. You may have heard her. She's been around for quite a long time. She's written several, a lot of different books on the energy system. She's been a medical intuitive, a very astute, insightful um, teacher and author. I highly, highly, highly recommend that you look her up. All you have to do is do a search for her online and you'll find all kinds of books and programs and things that she does. So Carolyn Meese, her last name is M-Y-S-S. -S. Okay. So from... One of her books is called Why People Don't Heal and How They Can. There's a picture of it, so you can go look it up. And I'm going to read for, for you a couple of things in here, which talks about your energy anatomy and how it correlates with your physical health. Dealing with your root chakra, which is a primary energy system located at the base of your trunk or your tailbone or your pelvic floor. Okay. So that energy system or that energy center processes, stores, receives, 
data about you, your life experience in certain aspects of your life, certain categories. So when there's a lot of this energy and data, the type of data that's stored in this energy system, if it has the composition of a lot of dense or lower or quote negative energies, that is the quality of energy that the tissues of your body in this region of your body draw from in order for those tissues to nourish themselves with life force energy. So if the quality of life force energy is dampened in your root chakra, you will have physical tissues, physical organs in this area of your body um, often compromised, um, experiencing sub-health, sub -health, especially if this condition goes on for decades, if you don't do anything about it. And oftentimes, most people never do anything about their, uh, the energetic data that's stored within their, in their tissues, within their energy systems, because they simply have no idea this exists. Hence, this is why I'm going through this series to educate you, right? So the first chakra, which correlates with in the way I teach it, in the way the template that I teach it, the model I, that I uh, express it in, it correlates with the natural law of health, which is exercise and movement. So this is located, as I said, on your pelvic floor, uh, uh, around your, your tailbone. The organs associated with this energy center is the base of your spine, your legs, your bones, feet, rectum, your immune system. And it's it influences just basic physical body support. Okay, that mental and emotional issues or correlations, which means the mental and emotional type of data, information about you and your life experiences are stored in this energy center in this area of your body, this pelvic area of your body. And they are things having to do with family and group safety and security, your physical family, your biological family. So your experiences, your beliefs, your emotional um, patterns, issues, pat et cetera, having to do with your tribe, your family of origin and safety and security are stored and also located here. Ability to provide for your life's necessities, ability to stand up for yourself, feeling at home, social and familial law and order. So everybody, every family of origin has their way of doing things, their family law. Um, every culture, every society has their agreed upon norms. Okay. The physical dysfunctions that can occur in this area of the body are chronic lower back pain, sciatica, varicose veins, rectal tumors and cancer, depression, immune-related disorders. Okay. So that's the type of information energetically that's associated with the root chakra. And it's correlated with movement because it's all about your physicality, how you feel in your bones, in your body. Are you comfortable in your body? Or do you always feel really awkward and uneasy and you want to go run and hide because it's just very uncomfortable to be with people? Do you have this sense that 
life is dangerous, unsafe, unsure. If you've had uh, experiences in your early years where there is a lot of no unknowns, where there is a lot of uh, survival fears, fear about, uh, is there enough to eat? Is there, am I going to be fed? Do I do we have enough money to live? Do we have enough money to pay the bills? Survival fear. It also has to do with, is the world a safe place or are all the people in it monsters? Abusive, narcissistic, uh, people who don't care about children, don't care about other people. And hence, there's a lot of destruction and violence. Okay, all of this stuff plays into how comfortable you feel in your body, which also then can influence whether or not you even want to move it through exercise. Okay, so let's just continue on in this conversation and I'll kind of explain and break this down for you. There's a lot of trauma and abuse, disrespect, pain, anguish, you name it, that is stored within the root chakra. A lot of generational pain and abuse and discrimination and mistreatment of every kind imaginable that's stored in the tissues of our body in this area. In, in the pelvic region. This can be passed down from generation to generation. So, and so whenever we have an experience that's difficult, that's traumatic, that's painful, we immediately just contract and protect ourselves. Okay. The body kind of freezes up. The, the, adrenal, the adrenals kick out adrenaline. The nervous system changes and goes into a, the fight flight mode the freeze protect mode. So that chemical reaction, that muscular reaction, the change in our breathing, the change in our the circulatory um, flow, that gets imprinted in that moment of shock and trauma through the magnetic energy of the emotional shock. Emotions are magnetic energy. They are magnets. They glue and pull things and, and, and imprint things. Okay. So if over time and distance, there's several layers of these traumatic things. Your body is going to develop the holding pattern of protection. Your muscle memory is going to know to contract and protect or defend and fight and run. Okay. This has to do with the health of your adrenals, of how often they're, they're having to pump out adrenaline and cortisol because your experience is that life is not safe or that there's constant danger or there's constant fear about your physical welfare and your physical survival. All of that is rooted and stored and accessed within your root chakra within the pelvic area of the body, like I just mentioned. And if you are never able to bring up the energy of these traumas and deal with it and heal it, the laws of life say that that energy will be transmuted in one way or another. You do not get around this. This is a cosmic, this is a natural law of life, cosmic law. Energy will be transmuted in one way or another. 
So you can either take the route of willingly going into your being and doing this healing for all these emotional traumas and the things that are passed down through generations and don't think that you're immune because everybody on the planet has carries trauma of some kind. If you didn't necessarily experience it much of it within your childhood, within your life currently, there's generational trauma. So don't think that you're special here. If you don't look at this and be willing to address it, that emotional healing work is a method, is one avenue for that energy to be released and transmuted and and, um, resolved. The other route that you can take for the energy to be resolved is to ignore it. And pretty soon that energetic trauma, those low frequency um, emotion or frequency vibrations of pain, trauma, abuse, fear, scarcity, on and on and on, that will drop down into the physical level and form degeneration and disease. When those tissues, let's say, for example, your colon or your, yeah, your colon or the tissues on their pelvic floor. If those tissues only have the quality of life force energy to feed them that is filled with the fear and the anxiety and the stress and the survival fears, that is a very low quality of energy. It blocks them from receiving the higher qualities of life force energy or light that they actually require in order to be healthy. So if that's the only energy that they have access to for decades, the cells degenerate. They don't have the energy required to do what they need to do, to receive the the nutrients, to um, deal with the, the, the metabolic waste that every cell generates. Over time and distance, the cells function deteriorates, the organs degenerate, and now you're talking disease. So. Either way, that energy is transformed, either through physical disease or through your choosing to do your emotional and mental and your personal healing work, your personal growth development work. It's up to you. What do you choose? So when we have a lot of trauma like this stored in the body, especially in the root chakra, that is our foundation for life. That gives us the sense that life is either dangerous or it's safe, that people are trustworthy or they're predators. If you have the sense that life is scary and a dangerous place and and survival is, is so difficult and next to it's insurmountable at times, just to make ends meet and survive. All you're, you're going to hold that in and you're not going to be able to feel very grounded and present in your body or in your life because you've got this filter of all of this trauma sitting at the base of your body between you and the earth. And so it's going to be very difficult to really be fully engaged in your physical life. 
because it's difficult for your body to uh, open up and relax and unwind from all of that constricting and protection mode. And then when you go to do physical exercise to actually move the body, what does that do? That stirs up energy. Exercise and movement requires energy to move. Movement is life. It's flow. You don't live without movement. You know, just watch, see how muscles atrophy from not being used when they're in a cast for six, six weeks to heal a bone. Everything atrophies. You either use it or lose it. So when you go to move your body and you're stimulating the flow of energy through your body, it's also possible to stir up the energy of that trauma of stuff that's sitting in your tissues and in your organs and your cells. Then you have an opportunity of whether or not you're going to deal with it. However, it doesn't present to you in a very straightforward way. Instead, what you hear and what you feel are all the excuses and all the mindless chatter of Oh, let's not exercise today. It's too comfortable to sit here on the couch watching TV and munching on chocolate chip cookies and potato chips. I don't really like the feel of how exercise feels. I hate running. I don't want to go to the gym. Do I have to? All the excuses. That's how the stored traumas talk to you. That's how they present themselves to you, is through all of that crap thinking. And you believe it. And so what do you do? You don't move. And continue degenerating because you won't move your body. You lose muscle tone. You lose bone strength and density. The lymph fluid can't circulate the way it needs to to take out the garbage the blood can't circulate very well. You're not breathing deep the way you need to. You're not giving your body life that it requires in order to function and stay healthy. Okay. You have to move your body. That's a natural law of life. Okay. So I'm not saying you have to go out and immediately become, you know, go crazy with it, become a triathlete or run a marathon, just get off the couch and go for a walk. That's all it takes. Just walk. A brisk walk for 30, at least 30 minutes, up to 60 minutes, that can change so many things for you. And it's not difficult and it doesn't cost you a dime. In fact, the longest lived cultures on the planet, which all follow, the natural principles of health, which is why they are the longest, healthiest, happiest cultures on the planet. What do they do every morning? They get up at a good time. They go for a walk. They take a good poop. They get a good drink of water. They say hello to the sun. They talk to their neighbors. And they're good to go for the day. So what can you do of where you're at right now just to either start moving or if you're already doing exercise regularly, fantastic. These are things that you could do to tweak it or increase it or just fine tune it. 
to make it a little bit more effective or something that sometimes I run into. I do the same, I've done the same things for a long time. Sometimes I just get bored with them. And so you do need to switch things up and create variety, which is a good thing. So just assess, where are you at right now with your movement, with your exercise? And what can you do to tweak it and improve it to make it more enjoyable, to make it more effective? Because in something, here's something to, to always keep in mind. The human body, your physical structure, the way it is, it has the potential or it has the, the highest expression of itself already built into it. Can you access it? Would you want to? How can you express the fullest potential of your physical form to bring it into its highest expression of fitness, of flexibility, of strength, of ag agility, of speed, which leads to longevity and long life. Okay, the longer the the older you are, the more important this is, so that you don't get uh, the osteoporosis, the bone loss, the muscle loss, um, the crystallized joints, you know, especially, you know, in your 60s, 70s, you know, for women past menopause, you've got to keep moving. Okay. So just look at that. How can you express the fullest potential of your form through exercise? Imagine like, like a sculpture, you know, like with a marble, marble chunk of rock. And you know, inside of it is this magnificent um, sculpture of art. And so you're just chiseling away to discover it, to, to disclose it. Okay. So that's movement. So here's another thought for you when it comes to activity. Men and women who are active, and it doesn't mean to be, it doesn't mean that they're like going crazy with activity and exercise. They have about 30 to 40% reduction in colon cancer than those people who are sitting on their butt inactive all day long. Think about that. Even just walking 30 to 60 minutes a day, and it's not just a mosey uh, walk where you're smelling the roses and saying hello to all the birds or whatever, but it's a brisk walk that really gets your body moving, gets the blood pumping, gets your breathing a little bit um, uh, faster and your heart rate, heart rate up. Just doing that for 60 to 30 to 60 minutes a day greatly reduces your chances of getting the big heavy hitting diseases like cancer, depression, anxiety, neurological problems. And lastly, I mentioned the lymphatic system. That's the part of the garbage system of your body. It has to move to push out and flush out the fluids within it. It does not move with a pump like your blood does. Your blood is circulated by your heart always pumping. With your lymphatic system, which takes the garbage or the, flu the waste fluids from the cells um, and, and it eventually dumps it into the bloodstream and then it, it, that eventually gets filter filtered through the liver and kidneys, um, dumps into the, into the colon and then exits through the body. Your lymphatic system depends upon muscle movement and contraction for it to be able to move and flush itself out. 
So again, you've got to move. It's required for health and care of your body to move. And one of the best ways of doing that, again, is just a brisk walk. There's also simple exercises called the five Tibetan rites. Have you ever heard of them? They've been around for quite a while. They're well known across the whole planet in a lot of different cultures. They are simple exercises, <clears throat> kind of like yoga exercises, but they are designed to stimulate and regulate every gland in your endocrine system, which is highly important, which keeps you active, happy, moving, um, healthy, balanced with a long life. So if you don't know and you haven't heard about the five Tibetan rites, go look them up. They're everywhere. There's tons of videos online about how to do them. You can do them in just a few minutes a day. Um, there's a couple of books about them. But that's super critical and important for stimulating your endocrine system, walking and exercises for your lymphatic system, for your um, respiratory system, your circulatory system, your brain health, everything, everything. All right. So. That's the first law or one, the first in this series of the seven laws of natural health. So I hope you enjoyed that. Take a look at where you are at with all of this and how you can tweak and improve things. And with that, as always, I have my special gift downloads for you. And that is a PDF that talks about what does it really take to heal yourself? the four aspects of yourself that you really need to look at and address in order to heal yourself from literally anything. And again, as always, I'm talking about it from a holistic standpoint. So you can find the link to that down in the description with this episode. I encourage you to look at that or get it, look at it and apply what it suggests there. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends. Help me grow this channel, this podcast. Um, like, subscribe, and share. And thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you soon.